0: What's up, everybody? Are you tuning in to the Challenge USA on CBS? Well, tune in to me, Tyson Apostle, as I break down each and every episode with my co-host, Amelia Wedemeyer. I'm also a contestant on the show, which gives you all the insider scoop. Amelia, how stoked are you to do this?
1: Tyson, I'm freaking excited. I cannot wait to
0: sit my butt down every single week to watch the show, then come here and recap it with you on the Ringer Reality TV podcast.
1: And it was really some of the most fun I've ever had. I went to Sicily. We had some great swimming there, me and my friends. Anyway, if you want to have a similar experience, download the Priceline app today to save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your happy price with Priceline.
0: Today gave me a lot of clarity, Mm, okay? okay. And, you know, I, I, I looked at that today in my own life and like what my values align up with. And, you know, I do have my intentions fully for rachel yeah and i think you have the bubbly aspect to you the the goofy aspect and you're a little bit more like i'm gonna say rough around the edges but y'all want people to be very direct with y'all and so obviously i wanted to make sure that i express that to you? Yeah, totally. you mm-hmm. the best.
1: Oh, you are. Lo and behold, I've been freaking out all week that I'm not good enough to be The Bachelorette.
0: Appreciate you. You Ew. do look great tonight. Thank you. Okay.
2: And then Peyton tells me he feels his morals more align with Rachel. And being called rough around the edges like definitely hurts. That's my fear.
1: Welcome to Bachelor Party. I'm Juliette Littman. I'm here with Callie Curry. Hello, Callie.
2: Hello, Juliette.
1: Um, things really went off the rails this week
2: <laughs> on The Bachelorette.
1: I mean, well, I,
2: it's, it started, I was like, oh my gosh. This is gonna be so boring. And it took a very quick left.
1: Oh my God, did it ever? It went from, I would argue, one of the like worst dates one could go on on The Bachelorette or The Bachelor to being so controversial that I'm really curious at what the response to this show is going to be. Like I I really look forward to the discourse, which I very infrequently say about The Bachelorette. Um, obviously we're going to get to how Gabby was rejected several times on the group date and then Rachel was rejected several times at the rose ceremony. All the questions about having two bachelorettes, all of that, I swear we're going to get to it. But I also found everything that happened before that incredibly uh, troubling and bizarre, some combination. Just a lot of weird shit happened in this episode. But Callie, I was texting you. And then you watched shortly after me, and you stopped texting me when it got really controversial. (laughs) Like, did you get too into it, or like, what was like, what was your reaction?
2: Um, no, I think what was happening was I started it at a very bad time. I started it when I have both my kids; they don't have camp or anything. And I got to like right when it started to get good, and that was like right when my kids were like wanting to do stuff, and I. When it got good, I wanted to finish it. Yeah. <laughs> so I was trying to like occupy them and finish the episode because I couldn't wait for them to like take a nap to finish it. So I was, I was doing too much, and, but I wanted to get through it. I, I mean, there's, there's a lot. There's so many things that happened that I was like, what? So I'm just, I'm just not sure. I don't know if ABC really thought this through I, before we're making them both threats.
1: We don't know for sure. But I think based on the evidence we have from the show, we can definitively say they did not think this through. Because...
2: No. there doesn't really <laughs> seem to be good rules there's, in place.
1: There's no good rules. And they both were, like, really hurt by tonight's episode and, like, what went down. No one's particularly happy. And there's just not that many guys. Like the pool from which they're picking is pretty small already. Like Gabby said, she has nine guys, and um, Rachel has fewer. Yeah, she has six. And then we're we have like
2: many like, weeks like, to go. hometowns, are hometowns are like next week for Rachel.
1: Yeah, like it's kind, it's kind of crazy. I really hope they're planning to bring in more guys. I don't think they're going to,
2: though. I don't also, know. Based off a of preview, Logan. Wants to switch over. So that means Rachel has five, five guys.
1: I know. And one of them is Hayden, who I despise. Like, she, she
2: I, mean, really, I don't even think she likes him. I no. think she just needed someone she to needed say someone to yes.
1: Else. Yeah. She had, she couldn't end on a no. So she had to p- give Hayden a rose, but he's awful. There's no way she's picking him. She's like, loves Gabby. It and was he, either,
2: it was either Hayden or Fabio.
1: Yeah. Or Tremaine or Tremaine. Oh, no. Cause he said no to her already. Yeah. For, I can't believe. I just can't believe these fuckers who said no to Rachel. It's it's. But also,
2: though, if I were Gabby, like, and maybe I'm a little biased with Tremaine because I know someone who knows them. But like the way he did it, I was totally fine with. He seemed very respectful. By the way, I don't think I think for the most part the people that did it at the rose ceremony were pretty respectful. They
1: were put in Um, the position. They were put in that position. They didn't choose it.
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And they could have been based off what we saw earlier in the episode rude and assholes and just been like, I just don't see it with you. Like everyone was just like, I'm so sorry. By the way, for Tremaine to do it, he was the first one to do it. That has to be like, I'm sure he was really nervous. He didn't even like really know what the rules were because it was just thrown on them like 10 minutes beforehand. And I appreciate him being like, I don't really want to waste your time. Like there's two of you. And I already know that I'm, I'm, I want to get to know her more. Yeah. I thought I'm Gabby. I'm like, I am maybe out of the group there left. Like there's, there's three guys. I probably would have chosen one of them. Cause I'm like, okay, one of these guys really wants to get to know me. And I haven't really given them a chance yet.
1: Right. Although we don't know. I don't think oh, only one guy turned down Gabby at the rose ceremony. Right. No one did. Oh, I thought there was one for some reason. Um, Mm-mm, all of them said yes. Uh, you're right. You're right. Cause then she, I think she didn't have another rose to get. Like, I think they each had a maximum of nine. Yeah. Like, they had
2: and. By the way, I don't get the I'm taking a rose away from you now. I mean,
1: I I don't either. So let's talk about that. So we love Jesse. Everyone loves Jesse. Yeah. The guys really love Jesse. Whenever he comes in, they're like, Jesse, my man. (laughs) It's super weird. So Jesse comes in to clarify after Rachel is turned down the first time that because she has given this row offered the rose and it's been rejected she doesn't get it back and do you think that gabby and rachel were aware of that stipulation before jesse came out to quote clarify
2: i don't think that jesse knew i don't think that the guys knew i don't think that gabby and rachel knew i think a producer just busted into jesse's ear and jesse was like oh okay And went out there and took the roast. Like this is just so unorganized. They should have had these rules from like day. I get like the the first day they get to know them, whatever. After episode one, they should have made these rules very clear. So then the guy had a whole, the guy should have had a whole episode to try to like multiple dates, like the one-on-one dates, the group dates, to figure out which one they wanted. Mm -hmm. And then... Gabby and Rachel can choose, but at least the guys have a heads up. So, like during that day date, Tremaine could have gone up to Gabby and been like, "My intention is to get to know you." He never even had the opportunity to do that, right? And I don't know why we keep using Tremaine. There's two other guys, but he was just memorable because he was the first. I guy think to because hit. he
1: seemed like worth keeping around. We don't know. We don't know much about him. Meatball, you know, we're, we're anti-meatball, so obviously he can go. <laughs> <laughs> but, and then um, Alec, I mean, I have like, don't really know him. no information yeah. on him. So like, who cares? Termaine seemed like the most interesting. Um, and normal. And normal. What I think should have happened is, clearly at the beginning of the episode, they are both feeling like um, nervous about them competing for the same guys, which like we all <laughs> knew was going to be an issue. And like the way they talked about it in their sit down on the balcony, and they're like, we're really going to find out who's here for whom this week. As soon as that started happening, like they started feeling that way, I feel like they should have the producer should have intervened and been like, okay, let's have a, a sit-down with you guys and Jesse and you talk through what we how this should proceed. Like instead of waiting mm-hmm. until week three, it should have been less last week before like any of the dates when they were like, Okay, let's divide up the guys, or just, you know, more of like a let's set some ground rules because everyone's confused, them, us. And, you know, it, again, it brings up, like, why was Rachel just able to send home Jordan B? Like, should she have... Like, should, <laughs> should she have unilateral power to do that? Like, you know, if she was able to do that, then why didn't Gabby just fucking send home Hayden, Hayden on, the gr- yeah. on the group date when he said she was rough around the edges? Fuck that guy. I hate him.
2: <laughs> it's so rough. Okay. So I had Hayden. remember when we were like, we're our favorites. Hayden was one of mine because he was Southern, blah, blah, blah. Ugh, rough around the edges is just not what you say
1: no especially I, I thought there was like it was funny for him to say that when she was like so perfectly put together and he's also seen her be like very poised and and you know like styled and glammed up when it's like what is he really trying to say like what do you think that was the euphemism for with him i mean the values thing was ridiculous, but, like, insult, basically, it's, like, kind of,
2: like, calling her slutty in a way or something, or, like... Yeah. I I don't know. That's what what I got out of it. I'm, like, I think he thinks she's, like, not, like, Little Miss Christian. And so it won't work. I
1: guess. Yeah. But, like, what does he know about Rachel that he doesn't know about Gabby? But, yeah, I just, I fucking hate that guy. And it was completely... I just feel like Gabby should have been able to send him home on the spot. But... It just sucks. I thought Gabby said something really interesting at the end when, you know, when they go backstage for... to talk to the producers before they com- conclude the rose ceremony when Rachel's like, this was really public. Like, I've been humi- humiliated yeah. publicly. It's kind of like they forgot that the TV show's gonna be televised because she was saying what happened to Gabby wasn't as bad. Um, and it's like she forgot that we're gonna be able to see all of it. <laughs> so, I guess yeah, what but she meant was in front so of the other diverse. guys...
2: Yeah. Yeah. Like it would not feel good to (laughs) multiple people say no to me in front of the other people that I'm trying to like impress Mary. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's hard for a guy and maybe this is a generalization, but like, like maybe for everyone, actually, like if there was like a really, if you had to choose between like two different tops and there was a line for one of the tops and the other top, no one was in, in that line. You would probably be like, Oh, what's wrong with that top?
1: Are we talking about shirts here? Like clothes?
2: Yeah. I don't know. i talked about that. yeah, Yeah. That's <laughs> what I'm thinking. Like we're at a store and there's one thing that there's a huge line for it sold out. You want it. And there's like the other one that no one wants it. There's so many of them. No one's in a line for it. You like automatically are like,
1: yeah, it's, it's like when there's two restaurants right next to each other and one is empty and one is really crowded. You want to go to the crowded one. For sure. Yeah. That happened to me over the weekend. And in fact, I went to the empty one because I could go inside and there was air conditioning and it was very good. Anyway, I I understand what you're saying. I just feel like they they both have just been put in this position to look look bad. And like it's just so it's so fucked up that the bachelorette is like the opportunity for like the woman to have the power. And as Rachel noted multiple times in the episode, the guys have had all the power this season, even though really they should have a lot more. And I'm just curious, like, how angry were you when you were watching? Like, do you do you feel like this is something to get, like, really... Or not whether... Not, like, a value judgment. You should or you shouldn't. But, like, did you get angry watching or were you just, like, this TV show? It's so dumb.
2: Angry. I did not get angry at all. No, I was more so like, oh, this sucks.
1: Yeah, it do- it does suck. I mean, because, I- by the way, I don't think
2: it's it. Like, it sucks for Rachel and Gabby, right? They like were so excited to be Bachelorette. Like, the way it goes for literally every single other person that's been on the show is much different than how it's gone for them. So they probably were expecting one thing, and obviously they're not getting that. But then also for the guys, they're like, well, you. Not you, not Gabby and Rachel, but like ABC, y'all put us in a situation. Do you not want us to choose?
1: Yeah, right. And no, everyone, like everyone's put in a position to fuck up and make each other feel bad. But I, when I was watching, I, I, f- I was thinking about it more afterwards. When I was watching, I was like, oh my god, this is completely haywire, and just this episode has gone from zero to one hundred real quick. Um, mm-hmm. And then when I was thinking about it after, I was like, I, I guess it is like pretty deeply fucked up that these women just don't get the opportunity to really feel good essentially like after they were put in a shitty position by Clayton and I think what's the saddest part of it yeah. is hearing them both question like if they deserve value. love yeah question mm-hmm. their value and like if they deserve to be bachelorette and that's ultimately the piece that sucks and I think the like the having someone else be a part of this experience um clearly has like undermined both of their confidence, you know, of like, well, why isn't it just me? Even if they haven't said it. And that's, that's honestly been kind of hard to watch.
2: Yeah, no, I agree.
1: But on the other hand, I do think there's a way this could have worked because I still firmly think their friendship is really sweet. I think their friendship is really sweet. And I enjoy watching it. So for me as a viewer, what I would have liked is that they were just going through it. In parallel, instead of together, where it's basically, like for the show, that's like basically, uh, yeah, yeah, basically, that's impossible for the show, right? Like, you need to double everything, like,
2: well, that's two essentially cruise. what they're trying to do now.
1: Yeah, and I and I bet that's why they're going on the cruise because it's like only one location instead of having to double everything. Essentially,
2: I think that it's the right move. I think they should have done it like two episodes ago.
1: Yeah, after the first night, they should have had double the guys. They should have had forty guys or or more. And then they should have had two piles, two piles. And like even if they're doing like this <laughs> two, piles two piles of two, <laughs> two piles of clothes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, two two groups. And then even if they're like doing the same group dates at first, like they're just not, they're never competing. They're just like experiencing it in tandem. That would have been the way to do it.
2: Yeah. Uh I think that like they have it right from now on. They just should have done it earlier. But also, I was looking at the group of guys and I was just like, even though Rachel has six, I think she has like
1: six better guys. These guys also, it must be said, they pretty much suck. Other than Nate, there's really no one to write home about. Yeah, I'm
2: like, I'm like, who is Gabby choosing out of this group? Other than Nate, it has to be Nate.
1: Okay, well, here's her list. Gabby... I think Nate... Go ahead. She has Nate, who we love. Johnny, who got her group rose date, like, kind of by default last week. Spencer, who I'm kind of curious about. We've gotten no information about him. He just seems, like, fairly normal. Jason, a.k.a. Michael Bublé, who seems, like, so nervous all the time. He doesn't speak normally. Mario, who we're out on. Kirk, who's from Friday Night Lights and, like, isn't a a real choice for me. Quincy, who seems um, like a good talker, but that's it. And Michael, who I don't even know that is. Who's Michael? Yeah, I don't know who Michael.
2: <laughs> I don't know. I just made a face like, what? When you said Michael. Um, I do think that Bublé has potential because I think, to me, I like that he's not super comfortable with the cameras. Yes,
1: he's. I, I agree that he seems like he could be charming. Um, he also handled his conversation pretty well with Rachel last week when he said he wasn't interested in her. Yeah. Um, yeah. Very normal. Yes. He seems normal. I think he's cute. He's an investment banker in LA. So I have to assume he's like, got some money too. That's nice for Gabby. You know, get th- get that green if you can with with the love. So, you know. And then Rachel has Tino, who got her first impression, Rose. Love Tino. Logan, who um, we know is going to switch sides. And I've changed my
2: mind on Logan, by the way,
1: from what to what?
2: I don't think he's a villain
1: anymore. I just think he's full of shit. I don't trust Logan.
2: Okay. So Eric and Logan, we thought were villains mm-hmm. episode one. I don't know. The conversation they had made me feel different. Let's not, come back not, to- not Eric not, not Eric and Gabby. I'm talking about when Eric and Logan had that conversation about how hard it would be for Gabby.
1: Yeah. If
2: someone were to say that they weren't interested in her and they just seemed like pretty normal, genuine. Like there wasn't any like evilness to it, which usually the editors wouldn't have. Like they purposely leave that kind yeah. of like human touch out. If that's it's true,
1: that's it true. It was like a normal person's
2: conversation. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: let's come back to all that in a little bit. Okay. Here's 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 Rachel's list. Logan. Logan. I forgot. Avon and Shear also has Avon and Zach. Um. And. Aven and Zach, she gave them dates earlier in the episode. Love Aven. He's great. Uh, and then she's got Tino, Logan, Tyler. I don't really know who Tyler is either. Ethan, Jordan, and Hayden. She's just got all these... Uh, outside of Avon, Zach, Tino, and Logan, the other ones just have no chance.
2: Okay, but then what about Gabby? Gabby G- has Nate and Jason? And maybe Eric. <laughs> And maybe Eric. <laughs> These guys suck. That's part of the problem. <laughs> this is like
1: not a good group. I don't know. Something just yeah, went very uh, wrong here. I guess trying to cast for two women was re- like too hard for them, but like... Probably hard because they have a different type. Yeah. but um,
2: like, I don't know, but like who was... Oh, Michelle. Michelle had a really good group of guys. Katie had like an all-time all-star cast. Yes. Of guys. She
1: did. God. I'd love some Andrew S. in this situation. I would, you know, Love. a lot of Katie's guys, can they bring them back? I feel like Justin, Greg, Andrew, Mikey, that Trey, that whole click. Let's just bring Great. them back. We need some, we need to spice it up a little bit. I'm assuming
2: they're all on. Paradise. Paradise. Yeah.
1: I don't know. I've had, I've had no spoilers. I have to say, I find, except for the twins. I know they go to Paradise. Uh, I have to say, I find Tino really cute. So, like, if I'm choosing s- exclusively on looks, I think I'm choosing Tino. If I'm choosing on personality, I think I'm choosing Avon out of this whole crew. Out I- of Rachel's guys. Yeah. I mean, Nate's obviously number one of all.
2: <sighs> yeah. Nate, Aven, Tino just seems normal. Like, I, I, like- think, I think Nate and Avon are, like, Tier one, Mm -hmm. and then tier two. Right now, I have Tino, and I don't know which one I like more out of Eric and Logan, but one of them probably.
1: Now, Er Eric and Logan, I'm still suspicious of them both. I I won't give. I'm gonna gonna go
2: with Logan. I like Logan more than Eric. I think I'm still a little suspicious of Eric. I like Logan. Yeah, even though I know they're gonna make a big deal about him sides, but like I.
1: The heart wants I don't know what the how, heart wants. I mean, what do you? Yeah, do I don't now? know
2: how. They, like, the, it was gonna happen.
1: I know. This is this is. Yeah, it's
2: especially for someone who has had conversations with both. Yeah, seriously. Like even Logan. I mean Eric. Like even Eric has had conversations with both, and he's kind of just like, "All right, well, I like Abby." <laughs> So she chose me, which is probably what Logan was thinking. Yeah. It doesn't mean he would have said no to the opposite. He's just like, yeah, I like both of them. I don't know which one I like more because I've had conversations with both. They should have shut down those conversations after the first one and had them choose. And then they wouldn't have so much conflict. Right. And they wouldn't have this problem.
1: Oh, my God. They just handled it wrong. Well, let's go back to the beginning of the episode. We jumped over so much because a lot, a lot <laughs> happened. But I still have a lot of other things I want to talk about. Are you ready?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: All right. First date of the night. Rachel and Zach. For, first of all, sorry, before that even, I noticed this. Usually the episode begins with the lead talking to the camera about like what's in store this week and sometimes mm-hmm. if it's a guy, there's like some shower scenes or whatever. This episode opened up with the guys talking about what's happening and um, I wasn't sure if they did that because they wanted to give Rachel and Gabby equal time so they couldn't choose just one of them to show up front but I thought that was pretty weird. It was just like, from the very beginning, the episode had a different feel to it as a result of that. I thought that was weird, yeah, um, and I then- didn't
2: notice that to me to be to be fair, I did not <laughs> own a, I did not notice that.
1: <laughs> Thank you so much for your honesty, British cali. <laughs> love Island <laughs> Callie. um, first day of the night, Zach and Rachel oh. They go to the SLS Hotel, which is barely in Beverly Hills, but fine. I think it's like technically is. It's on La Cienega. I've never been there, but it used to be like a cool place to have lunch, I think. Um, Callie says no. She's making a face. No, no, no. I mean,
2: like a while ago. Yeah,
1: like 10 years ago, 15
2: years ago. I don't know if you heard me, but I was just snoring. You were snoring because it was so boring? It was like... So boring. Top five worst... Or not worse. It was a great date. It was just nope. it was too normal. It was not a great Nothing, date. It was not ne- a great date. Okay, ap- okay, but if you're Rachel, you leave it, and you're like, oh, that was a fine date. She fine. seemed, she seemed happy
1: with it. She seemed, you know, Ernest Rachel seemed earnestly happy, but they do some clothes trying on with Karamo from Queer Eye, but for me, he'll always be from the real world Philadelphia. Did you watch that?
2: <laughs> I did. I used to live around the corner from their house. Oh! That used to be... A bank that they turned into a house, and now it's an office space.
1: Oh, that's hilarious! That's a real classic season. MJ, Landon, it is Willie from Ghostwriter, Car- yeah. Caramo. It was a great one. I don't remember any of the women. I'm so sexist. Um, <laughs> and, anyway, they do some like clothes trying on. Like I don't, I don't know, like to pick because they're they're allegedly going to a premiere, a movie premiere, fake premiere. We're gonna come back to that. Um, I have to say. As the episode progressed, I felt that Gabby's... Excuse me. I felt that Rachel's clothes really improved. And they're starting to figure it out a little mm-hmm. bit, putting her in things she's more comfortable in.
2: You texted me this and it improved for sure. But like, it's like if you were at a... It's like an improvement that's like, yeah, it still sucks.
1: Okay, well, progress is incremental, Callie. So I'm gonna take it. I'm just glad, you know. I think they're putting her in clothes that she actually does want to wear. I got, a, I've gotten a lot of DMs about it because I've talked about it so much. So, someone I've pointed gotten it out.
2: DMs and TikToks and like everything. Where we are not the only ones that are noticing yeah. this horrible styling. It's
1: outrageous. But I, I, someone made a really good point, which is they think someone posited that perhaps Rachel didn't want to show a lot of cleavage, and so they don't know how to dress her. As like to be like quote unquote hot if it doesn't include. Modest. Yeah.
2: Or just uh, like that's interesting. We have not seen her cleavage.
1: No, and I don't think we did last season either. And you know what? Shout out to her. I mean, if that if that's not something she wants to do, good for you. Like dress however
2: you want. Yeah. And just it. next next to Gabby. So much who cleavage. We're like close to her areola. It's <laughs> a huge difference.
1: I know. And it's just so different for reality TV, not just the Bachelorette and The Bachelor. Like Uh, You know, if you only interacted with humans through Bravo and like Love Island and The Bachelor, you would think that like women were like, it was illegal for them to have a fully covered chest. Like you just so
2: much boobs all the time. (laughs) So a lot, a lot, a lot of peavage, a lot of fake boobs. It
1: is kind of hard to dress like hot if you don't want to show off your boobs. I have pretty big boobs and it's hard to find like what you're comfortable with. So
2: if you have, if you have big boobs, it is harder.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's harder. Uh, well,
2: yeah. If you don't show off your boobs, because also big boobs make you just look bigger. So if you're not showing them off, then it just makes you look like kind of frumpy. Um, also, I was going to say, she can't do this. Gabby can do this. She can't do this, but if she was taller Then you can, you can wear something that covers your boobs and just make short shorts. And then you have like your or short dress, whatever. And you have long legs. So it looks still like sexy but like rachel can't do that so
1: yeah or maybe yeah she just clearly it's just like very rare to find someone who's better addressing themselves as a contestant on the bachelor than with the stylist on the bachelorette <laughs> so because again this is not on her and i do feel bad we have been so so attuned to her body but she's hot and i just want her to be comfortable but yeah. i also want her to to get a better deal whatever.
2: Yeah. But, but then I, I don't think we talked about this last week. So I think we, this, for some reason, the last half a day seemed like a really long time, but anyways, um, there was that article that came out that said that she was going for mother of the bride. Yes. which Also is a very odd choice. And I can see the stylist going for that in that, (laughs) in what she's worn so far.
1: <laughs> yes, yeah, so, I agreed. So anyway, they try on some clothes. They end up with like some fine outfits. I don't know. She wears this um like feathery like shawl over a sequin dress. That was kind of a mess, but I was like, maybe it was cold. Does it get cold in the evening and in, in March and April in LA? I I don't know. And so <laughs> I would
2: they were going for like '50s movie premiere. Yeah,
1: like old glamour, yeah. Hollywood old glamour. Hollywood. So, yeah, yeah. such a cliche. It's time it's time to retire that one. Um, so they said they're going to a movie premiere. This is ABC. So I assumed they were going to like a Disney movie premiere or something like that. And I was like, oh, I wonder what movie's coming out next week from Disney that they're going to be attending the premiere of or something like that or a screening. But no, they go to like some downtown LA old theater that's not currently in use. There's a step and repeat that's just for the two of them. It's like fake a fake movie title called Me and You. And then they get into the theater and they just play these slideshows of... Of videos and photos of them from when they were kids with messages from their families. And it's like literally the worst date one could have on this television show. What a fucking letdown. That was like the cheap, like I could, I could cover a cost of a date that costs more than that. Like that's insane.
2: Also, I was thinking like when they saw it was me and you, Rachel was like, oh, me and you. And I was just like, oh, is it a movie? I An know. actual movie? Because have when I, I not saw her I was like. I wonder what it's gonna be, because it obviously has to do with them. And then her reaction made me like backtrack and I was like, oh, maybe it is a movie. Then we go inside and I was like, no, it's not a movie. And
1: uh, And they they uh they weren't even at like the Alamo Draft House. So when they put like food for them in between the seats, it was cramped. Go to a nicer movie theater if it's not actually gonna be like, a go
2: to iPick. There's yeah. one right in Westwood. Yes. I I also don't like. I I think I texted you this because we were still texting during this boring part. And (laughs) I was just like, this isn't like five or not five months. This isn't like eight weeks into this where they miss their families. Like this is episode four, right?
1: It was, yes. Or no, this is three. Three? Episode three.
2: Okay. So this is episode three. They saw their families last week. Yes. Let's relax. (laughs) What are we doing?
1: I know. I know. I just feel like, you know, Zach kept saying in his interviews, I just never expected this. And I was like, what he means is he never
2: expected such a shitty date. <laughs> yeah. He was expecting to be in a helicopter.
1: Yeah. Like something actually good. It was so, so, so bad. <laughs> oh my God. I, I think I was racking my brain. I can't think of a worse date outside of um the seasons that were... I was going to say... During the pandemic.
2: We, we, We've had a lot of bad dates the past year, two years.
1: Kate, yeah. So, Katie, Matt, and tasha slash Claire, like that's kind of an exception because they couldn't leave the grounds or wherever they were. But I don't know. Even the date where like Tasha and Ivan had, where they basically had room service and like jumped around in the hotel room, I would prefer that to this bullshit date. I would be like, oh, the seats aren't, com- I guarantee those seats aren't comfortable. They're in like tight clothes. Like, I would just be also, like, how, how long were they in there?
2: Like, they're filming. They probably were in that movie theater for at least two to three hours. And then I was thinking about when they got out of the car and they were like, oh, like, Rachel, Zach. (laughs) I was like, is this, like, fake? Like, they they, there was no real audio. No. And then they had, like, five people, like... Taking pictures and it was so bizarre. Like if I'm a grown up, like if you're 12, this is a great freaking date. They would love the cameras, pretending that it's a movie premiere or whatever. These are 30 year olds, like pretending to be shot paparazzi and going on a step and repeat, and then watching movies from family members they saw a week ago. It's <laughs> so weird. Also, that just reminds
1: me. Um, have you seen 13 going on 30? It's like. A 13 year old. that Mandy Moore? No, it's Jennifer Garner and Mark Ruffalo when she like mm-hmm. time travels. It's like a 13 year old's, yeah, it's like a 13 year old's <laughs> idea of what a cool adult date would be. It's not actually yeah. an adult's idea of a date. And so just so bad. And then we forgot to mention there's a fucking piano player there. And at the end, they like <laughs> yeah. get up and dance to his instrumental music. I mean, just yes.
2: <laughs> so awkward. But, uh, it's- in general, like, Zach's a nice guy.
1: Sure. He's totally plain. Like, yeah, nothing but to write home about.
2: Does that not seem like Rachel's type?
1: Yeah, I guess so.
2: Yeah. Like she cried rivers over Clayton. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Poor Rachel.
1: Yes. She likes someone who's like, I, you know, she's just really, like, earnest, as I keep saying. And I think he seems to fit the bill, so... I don't know. This have... really sweet. She liked it. I hated it. I can't believe this is how they spent their time and money on this
2: this show, but whatever. Um I, it, I, I thought it was weird and boring, but
1: was I was fun. I was blown away by how pathetic I thought it was. I was just like, holy shit, I can't believe this is what the bachelorette is doing. People always like h- like wonder and speculate about if the bachelorette has less money like for production than the bachelor. And this is why, because it's shitty dates
2: like this. Yeah, I remember Matt's hotel versus Katie's. Yeah. Katie's. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and also versus I mean the La Quinta is nice, but it's so hot. I mean, it must have not been that expensive. I mean, in Matt's July. hotel
2: was just so pretty and big, Huge, and there were yeah. so many different areas. Yeah. It seemed like they had much more to work with for Matt.
1: This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. All right, it's official. I think I've discovered the ultimate coupling of all time. Like any good relationship, they really balance each other out. One is super sweet and the other, well, they can be a little nutty sometimes. It is, of course, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. So perfect, some would call it true love. Find Reese's now at a store near you. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee meanwhile while Gabby is has the day by herself because Rachel's out and about she goes over to the mansion to to see the guys to visit them and she was nervous and not a one pulls her aside for an individual conversation and they like a few of them play football she tries to play with them mostly they just watch. like everyone watches like a couple guys play football and this is my worst nightmares I really felt for Gabby in this situation I did it why not interesting I just, maybe I, okay. First of all, let's just say you would enjoy playing football. You would enjoy the activities. Okay,
2: okay, sure. I would have been fine t- playing football, like trying to intercept, whatever. So that's one. But I was just thinking, how many times does this happen? Like in the past three years, I feel like the bachelor has gone to the house. And then like, remember Katie was like, if you're not going to pay me attention, blah, 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 blah. Like I think that was think on this-
1: a date though. That was on a date.
2: No, And then personally. Michelle had the same thing where she was like, these guys aren't paying attention to me. You're right. I'm just, I, I, for some reason, I think it's like some weird thing that when they come to the house, the guys are like, Oh, we're, we're off. Like we're on our break right now.
1: Yeah. They're like, we don't, we, we don't, we don't know what to do. Because but- The
2: difference in how they act when they're at a cocktail party, like they're all like clamoring, trying to get her. But it is weird. Cause like, they thought that they were, be chilling so like none of them are prepared and i feel like their mindset is very like no we're we're on break like we haven't checked back in yet okay clocked back in (laughs) they're
1: like like pay
2: me to talk to gabby um yeah i feel like that's how they act because when ever this happens all the guys are like i was sitting on the couch i'm probably not going to get up so
1: that's a fair point that's an interesting theory but my counterpoint to that is well first two things logistically on the dates, I'm sure they have producers like prodding them to do things like producers being like, oh, yeah. like, are, have you gotten your time with her yet? Or
0: like, yeah. what are you
1: thinking? When are you going to pull her aside? So that's probably not happening in this more casual setting. But even with that said, shouldn't you take any opportunity to like get to know her or like, you know, or like flirt yeah. with her? I, I would just be like, if you aren't interested in flirting with me, I would be offended. Like I yeah. would, I would feel rejected. For
2: sure. But it's also weird. You're with, 10 other her boyfriends and usually it's more like like split up so you know when you have time or when she's gotten to talk to someone not just like yeah just figure it out here you are here she is with 20 guys i guess but like, like just go talk if to one her the guys did pull her all the other guys would have been like "Ugh, there he goes right. And that would have been a storyline
1: yeah and I, I that's true but Okay, let's take a storyline. I don't, I I feel (laughs) like that would be fine. That's the point of the show. I would, I would just definitely feel like she did. And also, this is, this is triggering for me because I remember all the times in college where the boys are just playing fucking video games (laughs) and wouldn't put the controllers down. It just feels the same way.
2: Yeah. I grew up around boys. So very used to like being invisible in a room full of video games. Then, you know, just do your own thing. This is a, this is a different situation because she's like trying to date them all. I feel for how she felt. I wasn't like, I guess I was just kind of like, I don't feel bad for you because you've seen this happen so many times, but I do feel bad for the way she felt. I just, I don't think I felt bad for the situation where mm-hmm. I probably felt bad two seasons ago. And now it's just happened too many times. So I'm like, please just know what they're doing. They're trying to make her feel bad that's not cool
1: yeah the destabilizing of gabby this episode and then rachel subsequently was was really upsetting like gabby was really you know this this sent her into pretty big moment of yeah she's crying but
2: the first it starts with the conversation with eric which i'm sure we're just about to get to
1: this no this was before eric this was while Rachel well, Oh, we this was
2: first. Then yeah. then the conversation with Eric which yeah. had nothing to do with Eric, it was just the kind of conversation that they were having. So that's like top of her mind. Then they go on this group date like I think anyone would have been like, wait, should I be here? On top of both her and Rachel probably thinking this entire season like I wasn't good enough to be the only one. Right. Right.
1: Yeah, I think Gabby obviously has a lot that she's working through and like the relationship with her mom. I mean, Obviously, the feelings of the feeling of being unloved or uncared for is really acute for her because she talks about how like no one can understand what it's like to not be loved by your mother and I mean honestly, I don't know what I would do without my mom, so you know, I can't even imagine what that is like for her and it's really, really sad. but seeing her become totally destabilized is has has been like just really sad and you know is a testament to to what's wrong with television in this show in particular but Let's talk about the day with Eric. So she has a one-on-one with Eric. They they do a sound bath with her grandfather. And while we all love her grandfather, and it was really funny when he just went to sleep during the sound bath. That sucks. Like for a, a one-on-one to have your grandfather there. Like Eric clearly wasn't into it. Like at the end, he was like, "Yeah, let's try to get away from whatever's happening over there with her grandfather and the random, wo- allegedly random woman." And like that, I just think that also really sucks.
2: I think it would have been better if it were like Nate on the second date. Like, I've, I've got someone on one time with you. Like, let me meet your grandpa now. As your first one-on-one date, it's weird. I do love her grandpa. I think he's funny. He's a lot like Gabby, actually, both dingbats, in, in his words, not my words. Um, but yeah, it was it was weird. Also, even... Yeah, it was just... It was all weird.
1: Also... I feel like they played the grandfather card too early. I mean, we all love Gabby's grandfather, but don't you want him to come in when it's like she's serious about someone?
2: Well, there's only nine guys left, so <laughs> that's true.
1: I guess they knew it might be hard to bring him in at another time, but Rachel's were... parents will be on next episode. <laughs> yeah, her her dad. Um, also, how
2: are they going to how are they going to handle that? She get to like how to how are her eliminations going to? I don't
1: I don't know. They're, just, they're making up as they go along. How can we possibly know?
2: Um, so they, they have
1: the bowling date. I think a bowling date is actually fun. I would like to have a, a date on The Bachelor that's like a semi-normal activity. So that you like have a basis of how you should act. <laughs> um, and they like they were comparing it to being teenagers like out on a night or, night out or whatever. I thought that was actually cute. And then they have a dinner. Um and Gabby gets emotional talking about uh, her relationship with her mom and just how she has a lot to work through in general uh, with relationships. And she gets really upset. Um, she fears that uh, because of her past relationships, she's not lovable. A lot of kind of like classic Bachelor stuff with the addition of um, the strange, estrangement with her mom. And I just think that was like very... It's very intense and not something you like really see on television that much.
2: Yeah. Uh, Uh, It's weird because it's obviously, I guess, equal, like a mom's love and a dad's love. But I feel like you've heard someone not having their dad before, right? Like from guys and girls. The fact that she like that her mom just like wasn't chose not to be in the picture, I feel like is not something that we're that we see as often. Even if it, I, I, I honestly don't even think it happens as often, like in in real world situations. But I know it does happen. Um, and for her to just, I don't know, for her to like put it in words is just so sad.
1: Yeah, I know it's just so so visceral for her. And I actually think, I mean, I'm not a parent, but you know, I have parents. I do think a relationship with your mother. It's just different than your relationship with your father. Also, there is some, there's an aspect to it that's biological.
2: Um, um, are you talking about for women or for yeah. men or both? For, for both, really. Yeah, but I was also saying, also thinking for a girl that's now yeah. a woman, that's even probably a different level of connection yeah. with your mom. Yeah, totally. Yeah,
1: I think it's. I mean, I just can't imagine. So it was really sad. I felt like Eric. Wasn't that comforting, but maybe... I, I don't know what you're supposed to do in that situation. Also, you don't really know each other. So like, you don't know what kind of support she wants. But I just thought he was like... He could have been a little more effusive and, and proactive in making her feel better. But she seemed fine with it.
2: Yeah. I, also... She gave the you, rose. You, you texted me this. Yes. And at the moment, I was just like, it was fine. She was fine with it. So I agree with what you're saying right now. But looking back on it, like, do I think Nate would have been better in that situation? Probably. Yes. Yeah,
1: definitely. <laughs> I think Eric just seems like he didn't really know what to do. So he did like baseline niceness of like, oh, it's okay, or like, oh Yeah, psh. I mean
2: also like
1: He just started making out with her first, pretty quickly. But
2: but also like first date. I That's know. They lot. don't know they don't know yeah. each other that well. I wouldn't <laughs> know what to say either. It's just like, oh fuck, I'm so sorry. You know what I mean? Like yeah, I, I know. I, I want. I wanted Eric. To, uh, at the moment, I was fine with it because Gabby was fine with it. But like, obviously, I wanted Eric to be better. But he doesn't even know her well enough to be better. Sure.
1: Yeah, but I just think he innately doesn't seem to have like that much no- emotional intelligence. But like, that's okay. Whatever. Okay. <laughs> yeah. that's who we're dealing with. That's why I'm suspicious of him. But Never do you the,
2: think he'd be better with like his girlfriend of a, a year? Probably
1: he probably would know like they would ha- hopefully by that point have like a language yeah. together so he would know how yeah. to like, comfort her when she needs it but I can't be sure I don't know I just I'm not sure about Eric I'm really not I, it's like, maybe it's his hair I just I don't know Some,
2: something about it. it does come across like a little oh you want to be on TV
1: and also just like you need to do more to prove to me that you're not just like a dick so I don't know maybe I'm being unfair but that's how I felt watching Eric I'm, I'm not completely in on him um, let's move on to the group date, which is now with bachelor regular, Frank LaCosta, Franco, Franco LaCosta. He is the, um, official bachelor fake wedding shoot photographer. It's like becoming unbearable. I did not ever want this to be a permanent part of the bachelor.
2: Um, no, that was, um, about the time where my kids are starting to like act up and stuff is like, what are you doing? <laughs> And he started watching, and Seth was just like, "What is happening?" <laughs> and I'm like, "Yeah, this is their date." And he's like, "That's like weird." And he thought that the proposal part was like out of control, and could not believe that that happened in front of all the guys. And I was like, "You thought that was the worst part? Like, what about the car wash? What about Aiden having a baby?" And he was like, "Yeah, I mean, that's weird, but the the proposal." <laughs> is, like, crossing, like, boundaries.
1: Even having the baby was definitely extremely strange. Yeah, having meatball. (laughs) And, like, pretending to be in labor. It was so weird. It very quickly became no longer a bridal shoot. It was just super bizarre. There was a bunch of the guys in, like, the Daisy Daisy Duke shorts. Um, Jacob, Fabio was given the leaf to be Adam, as in Adam and Eve with Gabby. It was just like all the lowest hanging fruit of ridiculous photo shoots that you could do, and it was not remotely entertaining, and it wasn't even really funny. I think I like I had to rewind a few times. Like so I started tuning it out because I was like, "This is really dumb." Um, and then yeah, Nate does like an actual proposal from having spent had one date with Gabby. Honestly, that's the biggest red flag about Nate, like the fact that he's like so into her already. But maybe yeah. he's just playing the game. But that's yeah, a red flag I mean, to me.
2: If you're supposed to per- like if if you got called up for that are you going to be like "Will you marry me?" Like no, you're supposed to like, you know,
1: I think I would rely on some jokes a little bit more. I just think that I would like try to have yeah. fun with it and be funny because we've only had one date. But,
2: but also know. it is like a thing where he's like, "Well, this is my 2 minutes with Gabby this week. Who knows when I'll get another 2 minutes?"
1: It's true. It's true. Um I I just like, when will we get rid of this man? I I just am so sick of him. So sick of Frank LaCosta. No, thank you. Also, I I will say I was like, oh, Rachel's trying to look better. I thought she was wearing a good wedding dress. Actually, I thought she looked nice in it. That's when I was really
2: happy with the improvement. Fully team, Rachel. He doesn't get it. At all? No. When the guys were like saying no, he was like, what? Interesting. They're saying no to Rachel? What is it about her that they're so
1: excited about? I mean, I like her too, but I'm just curious. Like, what does he say? He
2: he thinks that she's really pretty compared to Gabby. Okay. Alrighty. Well Which is which I'm like, yeah, the guys think differently. And he was like, I mean, okay, I don't get it, but all right. (laughs) I'm like, what? Maybe it's my I'm like the personality. And he's like, "Mm, okay.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Gabby seems like way more fun, like just in like a one-off. Like if you're having a date. I Rachel's think not both not like fun.
2: pretty. I think they're both pretty. Like I don't think there's like a huge gap in Me pretty. I think they're both yeah. pretty. Uh, so I think it's interesting that other people are like the other people that don't know them at all are like, oh yeah, obviously you're choosing Rachel. And I'm yeah, like, my, are
1: we? My friend who I was watching the first episode with said the same thing. She was like, yeah, Rachel, and she was like, Gabby looks old because of like the work she's done to her face, which I thought was interesting.
2: I don't think she looks old. Me neither. But I also, Maybe we know her too much. We love her too much. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> the after parties at SoFi Stadium, last seen as the site of the home Super Bowl where the Rams won. The guys act like they have reached Valhalla. They're so happy to be there. Um, We were texting about this too. My opinion is a football stadium is not actually a good place for a private event because it is too big. Like, it's just weird. Like... When I was in college, there used to be events at Soldier Field and it was like, not cool. And you're just like, okay, so now what? We're just in a room overlooking a big field and there's nothing to do. Okay, great. Thanks for nothing. Like, I just... It's not cool. I understand why SoFi Stadium would want it, but it's not actually a good place to have a date
2: or a party. Uh, Yeah, yeah, no. Also for like, maybe for 5,000 people. (laughs)
1: Sure. Sure after like a really, her, a really big event yes, yes. <laughs> agreed <laughs> agreed um rachel is just having a great time she and avon just making out in the end zone seems like they're just you know getting after it rachel's she seemed drunk do you agree she was just like making out a lot and i support it obviously uh, but
2: i did not think that she was drunk but i thought maybe drunk happy Like she was just so happy. Everything was going well. Which by the way, other times it hadn't gone that way for her. So she was probably just like, this is awesome. Or like finally getting to the part where like we all, we both have guys that like us and da, da, da. And she heard from Hayden, I think that night, that she was the one that he wanted to get to know. Avon obviously is like all about Rachel. So Rachel was on cloud nine. I think she and Tino had
1: had a moment on the field as well. I'm I'm just very physically into Tino. He's definitely the one who I think is the cutest. So I'm like, yeah, and Tino, don't leave him out, Callie. <laughs> um, and Tino, um, meanwhile, meanwhile, Gabby gets told by three guys. First, Tyler, who handled it pretty well when he just said that he was, you know, had a better connection with Rachel. Then fucking Hayden goes with the... She's rough around the edges, and then. Fucking Fabio is like, he doesn't know if he'd continue on the show if it was just her. And she loses it. Rightfully so. That's like f- fucked up. Fabio and well, Hayden. Why did yes. you put it in those terms? Like, can't you the say way, it nicer?
2: The way that they put it... Yeah. Wasn't great. And then you layer that on top of the other things that had happened in the week. And I was like, I mean... You're like, yeah, she of course she's...
1: She, she, yeah, she needs time to herself. I felt... I felt so bad for her. I was really appalled by Hayden. Hayden. The way that Hayden spoke to her, I think Jacob Fabio seems like an idiot. Like, he doesn't know how to talk to women and is just, like, going for jokes and whatever. That's fine. He doesn't have the maturity yet. Hayden, I think, seems mean. Calling her rough around the edges and referring to, like, her her morals and her values. It's just, like, those It's just, like, low comments. You don't know her and you're lucky to be in this position. And I I just was, like, really pissed at him and i i like really hate him he's the one that i hate the most on the season now
2: i don't i think that he yeah it's how they said it even fabio being like well no I, I thought that was worse honestly really like if this was just you i would leave no you wouldn't like you would not you would have gotten to know me because that would have been your only option and you would have been on the bachelor and it would have been fi- our bachelorette and it would have been fine so that's one that was like okay guy i'm not that bad of an option This being rough around the edges, I think what he meant to say was different than what he said. But I would have been pissed to hear rough around the edges. I don't think that you should describe a woman that way. Just because she's different than what you want doesn't mean she's rough around the edges. It just means she's different than what I want. So yeah, all that's bad. Um, But I don't think that Hayden is like... I don't know. I felt like...
1: He uh, I thought I found him like really smug and Yeah, he's not my type of person.
2: It felt it felt kind of like I don't even know, like my opinion really matters a lot. And obviously we're not meant for each other. Obviously.
1: I think it seemed like um he was really like he thinks like Rachel's lucky that he's interested in her. Like I just think he seems really full of himself and I don't know why. Like what's so good about you, man?
2: Yeah. I don't know if I hate him, but you're convincing me right now.
1: He sucks. He sucks. I'm glad. I love being right. Or at least love building consensus. Um, and then sort of like the biggest moment of this date is when Gabby doesn't give out the the rose. Are you surprised that she didn't pull Rachel aside before that to tell her what
2: was going on? Uh, I'm not surprised because it's Gabby. But do I think she should have? Because also I'm like... Nate's there. You have guys there that you
1: like. I know. Yeah, maybe Rachel could have. Could have. So Rachel to him. probably would have
2: been like, wait, "Wait, What about this guy? What about this guy? Like, you have guys that are here that are interested in you. That really sucks. And I'm sorry you feel that way." But that's what I thought she was gonna do. I was gonna be like, "Wow, they, it Nate's... wasn't all bad."
1: Right. That's what, that's what I thought she was gonna do, and I agree. Maybe Rachel would have convinced her, but I. That's why some of this like rhetoric doesn't make sense. And they're like, now our journeys are, you know, are separate. We're going on our own journeys. Well, it's like, you kind of worry. You didn't see each other all night. Um, and I was just confused about like why no one had filled Rachel in. And I feel like they should have more regular check-ins. It's just, they needed more rules and they needed to know what they were doing a little bit more. And they clearly, clearly didn't. But I, I really like my favorite part of the season is watching Gabby and Rachel interact. So like when they did chat afterwards, I, um, I thought that was interesting and, like, touching. I don't know. I just like seeing them actually be friends. It's such like a good... Yeah, a they diff- are friends, for sure. A different part of the show we've never seen before. And it's, like, actually pretty cool. I, I really do enjoy that, so... um, Yeah, and so then she didn't give out the rose. And then fast forward to the final rose ceremony, which we discussed. I just really needed a lot more from Jesse in this episode. I needed more explanation. I needed more... I don't think we're you gonna have do. it. I know, but like they're not putting Jesse in a position to succeed either. I don't yeah, like
2: Yeah, I'm not blaming Jesse because I don't think Jesse knows what's going on either. I think he's like flying by the seat of his pants. Like I think they're all just no one really knows what's gonna happen.
1: I'm looking forward to seeing what's next though. Like I also just hope they both end up happier. And I really want them to introduce some more guys. This cannot be it. Yeah,
2: I'm I'm ready for the boat. The preview for our next week looks great. So They're going to Paris.
1: I mean, who doesn't yeah. love Paris? Great.
2: France rules. And then the Logan switcheroo. Um, question. Okay. Week three. Who are you giving your rose to? Gabby or Rachel?
1: You know, I think if I were a, one of these guys, despite we saw at the rose ceremony, I would choose Rachel. She just seemed to be having more fun this week. And I think I'm always going to gravitate towards the fun. But... Gabby has my heart. I'm like Logan, you know, I'm going through Rachel this week, but probably next week I'm going to want to go back to Gabby. What about you? Oh,
2: um, I'm doing the same thing I did last week and I'm going for Gabby. I felt really bad for Rachel last week, felt really bad for Gabby this week, even though obviously I still feel worse for Gabby even though Rachel got more rejection at the end of it. I kind of forgot about that and I'm just giving it to Gabby. I want her to feel good about herself because you are valued, Gab. We love you here. We sure do. We sure do.
1: Um, Thank you so much to Devin Manzi and Jade Whaley for producing this episode. I'll be back on Thursday with our colleague, Jody Walker. And Callie and I will be back next Monday. Have a great week.